Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some ways that you can clean and attach spa to a pool. If you're new to pool service or if you're just looking for ways to clean your attached spa, I'm going to go over some quick and easy ways that you can clean that spa. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Now there are certain spas that get pretty dirty and if you do pool service you're going to have maybe a few of these on your route. You'll know which ones I'm talking about because you're probably dealing with them on a weekly basis or just a lot of dirt, debris, and leaves get into the spa. One thing you can possibly do in some cases, and I've done this, is cover the spa up when it's not being used. Now, sometimes you can buy a fitted spa cover, almost very similar to the ones you would get for a fiberglass above-ground type spa. Other times you can find different covers that you can lash onto the spa, depending on the shape of the spa, would be the cover that you can invest in. Not a bad idea, to cover up the spa if the customer is okay with it. Sometimes they're like, no, I like to see my pool and I like to have the natural beauty of it. I don't want no cover on it. Sometimes it makes sense to cover that spa. Sometimes you can trim the trees around it, but sometimes you have to just live with the fact that this particular pool and spa combo is going to be something you're going to deal with. A lot of times if you can get a cover on the spa, you're going to eliminate a lot of the leaves going into the pool because as you know, the spa circulates as well as the pool and a lot of times leaves will go over the spillway, and then they'll end up right into the pool. Now, we like fancy stuff here in California, so there's some spas that are attached where they don't have a spillway, but they have kind of a gateway. There's like an opening where the water goes from the spa to the pool, but it's not spilling over because it's at a similar level to the pool. A lot of times, leaf debris will clog this up really good, and then what happens at this point is that the water that's returning to the spa starts filling up, and then the water spills out onto the pool deck. This can happen also. So those pools where you have a lot of debris that can clog up that particular type of spillway that's kind of hidden, definitely you want to figure out a way to cover up the spa so that at least you're not having the backyard flooded. In in a worst case scenario, you're going to have to let the customer know that they'll have to go out there and check it to make sure that it's not getting clogged up if they don't want to cover it or trim the trees around it. But it's something that you may run into out there is that a spa that gets so much debris that it even stops the water from flowing into the pool properly and causing that kind of uh, effect where the water is rising in the spa and then goes onto the deck and goes all over the place. Now for those spas that just have normal debris, the good news is there's plenty of tools you can use to clean it. Now there's some old school methods to clean a spa. I'll give you the probably the old school method first and I'll go into some modern ways to do it. A good old school method is to put the suction of the spa on spa suction and leave it in pool return. So what this creates is that 
the water in the spa starts to be sucked down from the drain on the bottom. And this is a great way to brush all the dirt down into the center. So what happens over time as the pool water is returning to the pool, but you're sucking from the spa or the suction's coming from the spa, the spa starts to drain itself into the pool basically. And once it gets probably past the seating area of the spa is when I start the brush. I'll usually brush the steps, not the steps, the seating area into the basin that's being drained. And as it gets down even lower, I'll start to brush all the dirt and debris into that bottom drain. And then importantly, you want to make sure that you don't leave the pool in spa drain mode. Now you may be thinking, well, this will never happen because, you know, I'm careful. It's going to happen because it happens to me. It happens to everyone out there who does this method. You're going to one day be busy. Maybe you'll be doing something and you'll forget to put it back into pool suction. Because if it's on pool return and spa suction, eventually if you don't turn that valve, what's going to happen is it's going to suck all the water out of the spa. And then it's going to be sucking air the rest of the time, sometimes the whole week or a couple days until you realize, hey, I forgot to put that back in pool mode. Or until the customer calls you and say, hey, my spa is empty and the pump is making weird noise. Then you realize that you left it in spa suction with pool return. Now there are a few tricks you can do to prevent this. What I like to do is I make sure that when I do the spa drain method, and sometimes I'll do this when the spa has a lot of dirt. We may have a windstorm or there's just so much dirt in the bottom of the spa that it's much easier just to put it in spa drain and brush everything into the drain on the bottom of the spa. What I like to do is put my truck keys on the Jandy valve so that I can't leave without turning the valve back. So that's a good foolproof way of doing it. And so I recommend that if you do put it in spa suction or spa drain mode, that you put your car keys on the Jandy valve, your truck keys on the Jandy valve, so that you don't forget to put it back into pool mode. Because it may happen to you. It may never happen, but if you have a kind of reminder with your truck keys there, and then it'll probably never happen to you. Now what happens sometimes too is once you're done and you put it back into pool suction and then the spa suction turns off, the water might start returning slowly to the spa. And you may want to accelerate this sometimes because you want to get out of there with the spa full of water. Sometimes you'll get a customer calling you and they're like, hey, you just left the pool and the spa is like half full of water. Is there a problem? To avoid that kind of situation, what you can do is as it's filling back up, Turn it back into spa return mode as well. So now you have the pool section and you have spa return. So you're going to have a lot of water going directly into the spa through all the jets. Sometimes it makes a mess, so be careful when you do this. Too much water splashing everywhere. But this is a quick way to refill that spa. And I usually make sure the spa is refilled before I leave that job site. To avoid those phone calls from the customer concerned, you know, why is my spa so low? One time I was doing this and I didn't refill the spa. I figured it's going to refill, you know, in 15, 20 minutes once the, you know, with the pool on pool section and normal return, not to worry. I wasn't paying attention to the timer and I left that pool. Five minutes later, the pool turned off. The spa actually was halfway filled with water. I did get a call from the customer. Hey, the pool, the spa is like half empty. Can you come back over? So I went back over there and realized my mistake. And so it's important to make sure that not only do you not leave it in spa suction and pool return, but when you do leave that account, that the spa is completely filled and spilling over because you don't really want to leave it open and exposed to the sun, you know, especially if it starts getting warmer that day. 
could cause problems and you just definitely want to fill it plus it's a hazard someone could fall in there when it's halfway full of water who knows who would do that but you just want to prevent any kind of hazard maybe a pet would fall in there so always refill it so that you don't have this problem or this headache being bothered by the customer but it's a great way to do it i know i spent a long time on it but this is a good old school method of cleaning a spa full of dirt mainly by just brushing it down the spa drain and spa suction mode you can also use the old school method if there's a suction side cleaner there. You can carefully pull the suction side cleaner to the side of the pool. I'm kind of lazy, so I don't turn off the cleaner or turn off the pool. I'll leave it on. And what I'll do is I'll connect my vacuum head to my pole, and I'll put the vacuum head into the pool on the side of the wall. Then I'll take the cleaner. I'll take the hose off the top of the cleaner, whichever type of cleaner you have. I'll take the cleaner head out of the pool. I'll just say it's an it's a um, Pool cleaner, Hayward pool cleaner, pool vernugan, however you want to call it, aquanaut. So you just take the hose off the top of it, then you'll take the aquanaut out, put it on the deck. Why everything is submerged, you have the hose for the cleaner underwater still. That's an important aspect. You have your vacuum head underwater. Usually it works best if you're up against the wall of the pool next to the spa. Then I'll push the cleaner hose onto my Pentair Provac. Now the Pentair Pentair Provac has a white insert that comes with the vacuum. It's perfect for a cleaner hose. Sometimes you're using a different vacuum head. The cleaner hose may fit directly on top of it. That's good also. And then once I have the cleaner hose connected to the vacuum head, the pool's on at this time, I'll carefully take the vacuum head with the hose and I'll pull it up into the spa and I'll set it into the seating area. Then I'll pull a little bit of the automatic cleaner hose into the spa, not too much, maybe, you know, six feet, eight feet of it. Then I'll wait because when you pull that water, that hose out of the pool with the vacuum head, there's some air that gets sucked in there. So the pump's going to lose prime for 15 or 20 seconds. Once it primes back up, then I'll start vacuuming the spa. And it's a really good way to do it. You can vacuum the step, the, the, the sh- you know, the shallow step. Then you can vacuum the seating area, vacuum the bottom. Once you're done, same technique. I'll take the vacuum head with the hose on it, put it back into the pool near where I took the cleaner head off of it. Then I'll be on my knees usually. I'll reach over, grab the cleaner head, submerge that in the water, get all the air out of it. Then I'll carefully, this is one of the things you learn with some skill and practice. I'll carefully take the hose off my vacuum head and then I'll be holding the cleaner still, cleaner head in my vacuum, and I'll just switch it to the cleaner head and drop it into the bottom of the pool. And there you go. You vacuum the spa using the automatic cleaner. I don't really recommend you taking your manual vacuum hose out there. Let's say that the spa gets dirty, but the pool stays pretty clean because it's automatic cleaner. I wouldn't recommend taking your whole pool hose out there. If you have like a Polaris 280, which is a pressure cleaner, or they have a robotic pool cleaner, you can't do this trick with the cleaner hoses. I would get a battery-operated cleaner by WaterTech or BWT, and these are great for cleaning the spas out. I think the WaterTech, um, just the regular pool blaster Max would be great. If you wanted to have one that's a higher end and you want to use it on all of your spas and maybe some, you know, Infinity Edge spillways, then I would get the WaterTech Volt FX8 get away with using the WaterTech Catfish in a lot of cases. They also have a lot of canister type cleaners they can use also. 
You can even use their leaf vac to get a lot of the leaf and dirt smaller. Not all the fine dirt, but some dirt and debris out of there also. But the battery-operated vacuums are best for spas. And I think if you just wanted the basic one, I would get the Pool Blaster Max as a really good one. And just use that to vacuum all of the spas on your route. You can forego using the automatic cleaner hose and connecting it to your vacuum head because that takes time and it takes some effort and it takes some skill. So you may just want to use these battery-operated vacuums. I wouldn't get like the dinky aqua broom. That's probably not best for this kind of thing. That's for like a fiberglass spa for a homeowner. I think the smallest one that I would invest in would be like the Catfish or Catfish Ultra. Then I would invest in a sand silt bag for that cleaner to get the finer dirt out. These bags are great. They can even get diatomaceous earth out of a spa. They have a DE leak somewhere. So I think these battery-powered vacuums are great. And it'll you can forego... You know, all the things I talked about prior to this, you can forego turning it into a spa suction mode. You can also forego using the suction side cleaner hoses to vacuum the spa and just carry this battery operated cleaner with you back to your stops. They're light. The battery lasts for 45 minutes to an hour. You can vacuum just about every spa on your route without having to worry about it. It takes like two minutes to vacuum your spas. So even if you vacuum 10 spas, you're not going to run out of battery life on one of these. One thing that I do like for those spas that I mentioned at the beginning that have heavy debris is the WaterTech battery-operated leaf vac. It doesn't seem like it has a lot of power and it's not going to do the job, but you'll find that these are really excellent to drop into a spa and vacuum out all the leaf debris. Now, what I like to do is use a bag from another manufacturer, like you can get a bag from Clear Pool Products or from Mako Bags, get a 75 micron bag, put it on top of this leaf vac, and it works great. You can even get the 60 micron, 57 micron bag from the bottom feeder and use it on your WaterTech leaf vac. It'll trap all the finer dirt and it, it does work really well on these. Or you can invest in the BWT PK Turbo. They're kind of out of stock. I think they're coming back in stock later on before the season. And this is kind of like in-between vacuum. It's higher up than the WaterTech leaf vac and it has a longer battery life and it probably picks up better dirt and debris but again it's like $300 and the water tech is about 150 or so so you'll save a lot more money with the water tech and of course if you're doing this for a living you may want to invest in the bottom feeder this is a great portable vacuum for spas as well as pools I don't know if you would want to use your vacuum system to vacuum spas at, at all your stops it's pretty effective but it's one of those things that if you're just going to vacuum out spas you don't need to bring your Riptide or Hammerhead back there just for that. Have one of the WaterTech battery-operated cleaners for this, and it, they work perfectly fine, or battery-operated leaf vac, and leave the Riptide and Hammerhead on your truck. To me, it's just a waste of effort and time, I think, in a lot of cases. Using one of these is just as efficient and effective, but if you're used to using your vacuum system on all your stops and you bring it back there, you can use it in the spas really effectively, and I would just use a smaller micron bag, like a 75 micron bag for spas to get the finer dirt out. And basically, you really can't see any dirt under 75 microns. I mean, if someone gets in the spa and there's like a little bit of dust in there, not a huge deal. A lot of times, the vacuum system bags are perfectly fine with the smaller microns. You don't want to use like a 200 micron bag in the spa. It's not going to do the trick that a smaller micron bag would do. So these are the basic techniques that I use to clean a spa and my default would be the WaterTech battery operated cleaners 
either the Leaf Vac or the Pool Blaster Max or the Volt FX8. Those are all great cleaners for spas, and you can use them in water features. You can use them in Infinity Edge spillways, and they're really handy. They're inexpensive, and they're going to really make your spa cleaning much easier, and you'll avoid all the hassles of, you know, I've done this before where I'm trying to connect the automatic cleaner hose to the vacuum head and the cleaner hose snaps and then I have to go get another cleaner hose out of my truck if I have one or leave the cleaner in the pool with one hose short and then the same thing happens with the spa draining there's a few things you got to do it's more time consuming so getting one of these solves a lot of those issues looking for other podcasts I've recorded you can find those on my website on the banner click on the podcast icon that'll take you to a drop down menu where you're going to find 1300 podcasts that I have recorded and I'm sure there's something there you can listen to. And if you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can learn more about my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.